0: what's going on everybody we're back with another edition of the crazy face Uno podcast i'm your host shane mcneely and as always we've got mr chancy poo in here and we might have a few other little doggos running around i have a very special guest my favorite human being in the planet her name is della paul she is my grandmother granny welcome to the crazy face uno podcast how are you today
1: i'm fine thank you
0: so i normally give a little spiel so crazy face uno is inspiring others to do good to make a difference in our local and global community so check things out on our website crazyfaceuno.com and i'm really happy you're willing to do this today i know uh I don't know. It's just good. I am traveling as some of you probably know out there that are listening. You've probably heard a few of my podcasts and a few other com- conversations I've had about moving. So I am on day two of my trip technically. Uh, day three if you count the, my first day taken off. And I'm staying with my mom and my grandma's in, in the area and at her house and we decided that we'd get her on the podcast and see if we could get some fun stories out of her um so one of the things we talked about um just a few minutes ago was that you are one of seven kids uh growing up is that right
1: that's right
0: and you were what were you the
1: I was second to the oldest
0: second to the oldest okay
1: i have four brothers and three sisters
0: four brothers three sisters What was, so who is, what's, who's the oldest? You were, you were the second one then. I'm the second to the oldest. So how much, what was the age difference between you and your oldest sibling? Oh, about
1: two
0: and a half
1: years. And who was that? Lenora.
0: Lenora. Okay. Yeah. So Lenora's two and a half years older than you. That's not too bad. So growing up you had, you know, in the beginning you had two, two of you that were kind of close in age. Uh huh. And then the... Who was next? John. John.
1: And then was Bobby. Okay. And then was David. Okay. And then was Kathy.
0: Okay.
1: And then there was Michael. And Michael. Yeah, there were seven of us. And I I know when my mom got pregnant with the last one, she told my brother, David, she said, uh, she what, I don't know how you feel about this, but she said, I'm going to have another baby. And he says, looks her and he says, my God, Mom, isn't six enough? Well, he embarrassed her and made her feel yeah weird, but uh, <laughs> that's just the way he was. He just said what he thought.
0: Yeah, that's fun. That's awesome. Do, like, what was it like for you... So, like, I'm an only child, as you know, and so I'm always really interested and fascinated. I didn't learn until when I was on on tour with Invisible Children, one of my, well, two of my teammates had several siblings. Um, I think they were, like, six or seven as well, like, both of them, and it was just interesting because I, growing up, you know, I always thought that having a brother or sister meant that you were, like, super close, like... That's how I felt like when you had a had a sibling, it was like a best friend. That's like in my head how I compartmentalize yeah, yeah. that. And so it's funny that carried on with me for several years. I really didn't talk or ask questions to people about like, well, you know, how is it like being like growing up with all these siblings? So I remember asking them or like talking to them and being like, well, it always threw me off when they'd go, well, I'm not really close with that brother. Or like, I don't, you know, like we'd. Like we don't really talk a lot or like I don't really stay in touch with him much or I always like kind of confuse me. And, you know, the longer, the more I kind of talk to people or talk to them. It was it was one of those things where there's different personalities. There's different age groups. There's different things. And for whatever reason, that's like was like a surprise to me at the time. You know, I was 20 some years old and you'd think I would have had that figured out. But um, I didn't. So my question is, that was a long Handed comment, but my question is, what was it like for you, with being one of seven and having all these siblings and being older, kind of growing up with them? Is there any like, no? Well, was I was
1: th- kind of their caretaker.
0: Yeah, that's what
1: um, I wondered. Um, Mom always my older sister was she never didn't like. Being with kids and playing with them and doing things like I did, so I was the one that was always stuck with watching the kids. Yeah, my mother would say, "You go outside, Della, with the boys." And the youngest, when she would always mm-hmm. say, "And don't let the younger or David get hurt." Okay, he was the youngest, so that was always my job mm-hmm. to watch them, and and I always worried about them. Yeah. And a matter of fact, I still do. And yeah. I loved every one of them. I'm a people person. Right. And I just, I loved every one of my brothers and sisters and yep. I still do. And That's great. I would stick up for them no matter what, even if they're wrong.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And now um, I've got the grandkids to take the place of my brothers and sisters. Yep. And uh, I love them too. Yeah. Uh, um, it's just a, it's a different thing with your grandkids and it is with your brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. But um, I was always the one that was pointed out to take care of them. And I always loved kids. Yeah. I, I cooked at school and of course you've got plenty of kids there. It was an mm-hmm. elementary school and I loved, Every minute of that, I loved all the years I worked there.
0: Yeah, when what was the year? Do you remember what year you started there? It's a so long
1: let's see. My, my daughter Diane was going into school, okay, she went into first grade, okay. So I worked there 40 years. 40
0: years was it? Yeah, I, that was one of my questions I was going to ask you. How long? 40 years. Uh-huh. Cool. So you worked there forty years. Was that your you? Had, you've had I know we've talked, and you've had several jobs, though. And it was kind of dependent on the time of the like time of our country's life in some ways, right? Um, you before working at the school, you had a, a couple different jobs, correct?
1: Yeah, I worked at uh, General Tire in Wabash at the factory. Right.
0: And was that during the time, like wartime? I
1: don't, I don't
0: know. You don't know? Okay. No,
1: I don't.
0: Okay. And then what was after that? Didn't, did you work somewhere else as well? Or was it just general tire?
1: Just general tire. Okay. And then I, I worked there for five years. Okay. And then when my daughter came along, I took a leave and then I didn't go back. Yeah, and then when she started in school, I uh, got a job at the school cooking. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, what did I do before that? I did something. I always worked at well. I worked at church camp for thirteen years, sure. and cooked. Mm-hmm. That's about all I've ever done. Yeah, is, you've been a cook. Is I'm just a cook. Yeah. You know?
0: Not just a cook. So don't let her downplay this at all. She's the one of the best cooks that I've ever met. She's a fantastic cook. She's I very see, talented. Because I'm your grandma. No, I that's speak. because you're a good cook. <laughs> 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 There's no bias here, I can promise you. You're just good at cooking. Um so you started the school. I have a lot of fond memories of the school as well. Like I don't I loved going. Well, I always loved coming and visit visiting you, but like I always loved when we came and visited, and I got to come to the school and like see you and hang out and like watch you and help you sometimes. You'd let me help you, um, like just do different you know things around the kitchen or just watch the watch you guys run the line and get get the uh, the menu ready and get the food ready. I don't know. It was just always fascinating to me. Like I love that, and I remember one of my favorite memories probably of my life in a lot of ways was the month i think it was a whole month that i spent with my grandparents so i spent two weeks with you and paul um and then i spent two weeks with grandma edith and and doug my other grandparents um on my dad's side and i remember coming and helping you in the kitchen it was summer school yeah and we'd get up early and we'd go into school and i'd help you get ready and we'd fix you know all the food and I'd help you serve it and wash the dishes and just do all those different things. But I loved it. I thought it was fun. It's like one of my favorite memories, like uh, just the, of working and doing the kitchen and um, helping out around there. And,
1: and we always had things we planned for the afternoon mm-hmm. after we got out of people. Yep. We were busy. We, we were, were busy. Yeah, you know, we were always doing something.
0: It's funny, the older I get, the more I appreciate not being, like, busy and, like, have, just stringing things together. Um, obviously, I don't have kids yet, so <laughs> <laughs> I know that that will have to change eventually. But it's just interesting how, like, yeah, you look back. I've talked with a lot of people about, you know, uh, their college days even of, like, working or going to school, and they worked, and they did all these things, and they were, like, from sun up to sundown, you're busy all the time. And it's just funny to, like, look back on... Uh, like, look at that stuff and be like, man, I don't know how you did it. Like, I don't know how I did it. I don't know how, um, it's just busy time, like a busy time of life. Anyway, that's a little side note. Um, yeah. What are some of your, do you have any like favorite memories from the school? 40 years. You've got, you've got some good time in there. What was your favorite part? What was, what was your favorite part about running the kitchen or being uh, a cook there?
1: Well, I All of the girls that worked in the kitchen with me were—we were all pretty much the same age. Yeah. And we had a good time, and the girls were all such good cooks. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about things not being good or done right because they—they yeah. they were all—they just had that common sense. Is what it takes to be a good cook, and yeah. that's—and they all had it. We all got along real good together. It was just really great. But as the years went by, the, the older girls that was my age, they began to retire or get sick and couldn't work any longer. And mm-hmm. then we had to hire younger girls, which uh, they were okay. They were good cooks too, but they weren't as experienced and as the girls my age. Yeah. And the older ones. But uh, then as time went on, uh, we just kept getting younger girls. This mm-hmm. one would quit for one reason or another, and yeah, and we just kept getting younger girls in, and it's harder for an older person like me to know where they're coming from a lot of times. Yeah, and, and they thought their way was the best way, and sure. so things turned into things. But uh,
0: yeah, which is it's. I don't think anything like that changes. I think it like. I think those issues are constantly, like, it's just new perspectives on life in a lot of ways, you know? Like, you had a different perspective, and as you get older, you have a different perspective than younger people. Maya is digging her way
1: (laughs) into the floor. She does that, I don't know why she does it. I think
0: something you know, maybe itches. Her. <laughs> yeah. She's got allergies, and that's probably what. Maya
1: is my grandma's dog. What kind is she? She's a Shih Tzu Chinese crested mix. Okay. If you ever heard of such a thing.
0: And you two are like inseparable. You guys are like BFFs, just like me and Chance. But uh, she does this cute little thing. She's kind of doing it now, but she'll put her two paws together and like bat them at you like when she sees you if you hold her the right way and it's really cute um yeah so you worked at the school um I remember here are some things I remember from the school that I'm always like I think they're still the same but the nacho cheese always came in a bag that was powdered mix you mixed it together always blew my mind I'm pretty (laughs) sure that's still the way that is today um it's like one of my most fun things to pull out and be like, oh, that that bag of powdered cheese that they've got there. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I remember you made the best. You still make the best. Uh, Coney dog topping like the chili for the top of the Spanish, cony, Spanish dogs. dogs. Yeah. What was the best? And I remember when I was there that, those two weeks, I remember making those cookies with the frosting in the middle and yeah. we sold them.
1: <laughs> Chocolate chip cookies and your yeah. frosting. I put
0: frosting in the middle. Um, what else do I remember? I don't know. I just remember, oh, I loved, I loved the milk crate, that little rack, the little hook. Oh, yeah. Remember? <laughs> I love that for whatever reason. I like going and getting the milk out of the the well, you
1: made it handy to pull the milk to fill the coolers
0: yeah <clears throat> um i don't know it's funny to look back on those things and remember like just remember the different parts of your job and helping you out and get deliveries and helping you load up the you know the coolers and your freezers and yeah, organize it was like that, the so. smell of
1: the storeroom
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it's so unique there's smells are always a thing for me i was like that um, when you retired, was there anything you missed?
1: Uh, the first fall when school started, and then I thought, well, what am I going to do? I've cooked for 40 years. What am I going to do? Yeah. And, but, uh, the next year I didn't even think anything of it. Yeah. I just, I never even thought about school. Just. It yeah. was. It was over. Yeah. And I don't have the desire to go. Didn't have the desire to go yeah. back and and visit or. Yeah. It's funny. I just. You're done. I you was, put in yeah. your time.
0: Yeah. Well, you worked there, like you said, you worked there for forty years. That's a long time, to put your your life and your time into that. Um,
1: I started out working at the school that I graduated from. Oh, okay. And then I worked. The at, Gilead
0: was that the Gilead you, store. Or Gilead school, school, up just from your house. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I worked there for six years, and they built a new, uh consolidated, and so they built a new grade school. Built the yeah. high school first, and then later on they built the grade school. And.
0: Uh, and that building sat pretty, pretty much empty there for a good long while, right?
1: Yeah. They. I don't know what they do do there. But but they still got the gymnasium and the room where the shop was.
0: Yeah. Where Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: See weird in a way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I don't think you can dig through the floor there, girly girl. I don't think it's gonna work.
1: don't oh. Uh, what a problem is. But anyway, when Diane went into the uh, seventh grade, she went over to the high school, and well, she left the Gilead School, where I graduated from, and went to the new school. And Then she went to the high school into the seventh grade. Yeah.
0: So. Diane is my mom. So when she when she says that, that's my mom. We're going to do a podcast together as well. So you guys will get to hear from her a little bit as well. Why don't we kind of back up a little bit and talk more about that part of your life, I guess, in some ways. Um, you had my mom, Diane. How old were you? Do you remember?
1: Let's say
0: I was... 62. So... When were you born?
1: 39. 39.
0: 39. So
1: 1939 Graduated in
0: 1957 <laughs> I think it was uh... So you were 23 22, 23 Probably Yeah It's been a while It's been a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> Um, Did Was This is a Personal question. Was mom planned? Did you guys plan to have her?
1: Well, we'd been married about three and a half years. And we just didn't care if we, we were ready to start our family. Mm -hmm. And then when Diane was 10 years old, Stephen was born our son. Yeah. So there's 10 years between those two.
0: Yeah. Which is interesting. It's just fun. I'm going to get, I got to get some of those stories from mom.
1: He was an ornery little booger, just did things to aggravate her.
0: Which is funny because I feel like I remember growing up and those stories coming out over time. She's fine. <laughs> Maya's laid right underneath the microphone. She's just, you can hear her sniffing. <laughs> no, it's fine. She's fine. She's good. Um, But I remember all those stories like kind of coming out and you didn't you kind of didn't know and Steven's finally started like admitting some of those stories as she those two got older and be like I remember you going did you do that? and he would just be laughing so hard he couldn't even talk and he'd be shaking his head up and down um
1: and then when she was she wants to drink (laughs) and then when she was started dating and uh, he'd think he'd have to put on a little show in yeah. front of her boyfriends. And <laughs> so we had a little problem there. We had to I had to get him, get him out of the room. She, she'd tell me, now, now, Mother, I don't want him in there showing off.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he'd come out in his underwear and stuff, right? And
1: <laughs>
0: mess, mess with those guys.
1: Well, he came out with no clothes on, the one.
0: that's like the perfect like brother to like brother like move that's so funny (laughs) um what was it like raising my mom what was first child you had 10 years before stephen came along so what was those first 10 years like do you remember
1: she was just an ideal child she was and just it's almost perfect in every way. She uh-huh. and it was just always she and I doing things together and going places together, and it was kind of hard to adjust when Steve came along.
0: Yeah, because you guys built her. such a relationship, yeah. right?
1: and we're still real close. That's, yeah, that's uh, started out that way and it's still that way. Yeah.
0: You know? Um. We didn't mention, but you've lived in, you've lived in Gilead. So we were talking about moving earlier, and you said, "Well, I've only moved one time." And so you grew up in a house in Gilead. Growing up, right? You were. Were you born in? Where were you born?
1: I was born in Kentucky. Born in Kentucky. Uh, I think it was Prestonsburg, Kentucky. Prestonsburg.
0: I want to write that down.
1: And then. we went to school, a uh, kindergarten in Kentucky. And then my dad worked in the coal mines and he decided he'd had enough of that. Yeah. So we... In Kentucky? Yeah. And we... Mother always wanted to move to Indiana, so... Uh,
0: what was her draw that, to Indiana? Do you know?
1: What was what? Why
0: did she want to go to Indiana?
1: She said she always... she. I always loved the song, The Banks of the Wabash. Okay, And she said to her, she said, I said to myself when I was just a girl, I'll live in Indiana and I'll live on the banks of the Wabash one of these days. That's so funny. And then we actually, when Dad was looking for a job and we moved north, and actually he was headed for Detroit, Michigan. Okay. He was going to work in one of those... Car factories, I guess. Yeah, and we stopped in Silver Lake at some of our relatives, and.
0: Silver Lake is in like kind of in between Rochester, Indiana, and Peru, Indiana, right?
1: No, it's between uh, Warsaw and.
0: Oh, okay, it, Warsaw uh, and here, ish. Warsaw it. and Gilead, ish. In, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, it, but it's just a little small little lake with some. People will put their campers on there or they have some houses and-
1: Well, it was that there's a town there.
0: Okay, Silver Lake.
1: Anyway, yeah. uh, my aunt says, Jake General Tyre at Wabash is hiring. And he says, uh, oh, they are? And she said, yes. She was telling him of somebody that had gotten a job there. And so the next morning he gets up and he heads for Wabash and he gets a job. Mm-hmm. And he worked there the rest of his life until he retired, yeah and so we settled in Indiana mm-hmm. and we lived we lived in Silver Lake too and then uh, we were renting a house and it caught on fire and burned.
0: Oh man well, did you like did you guys lose everything?
1: We lost about everything yeah know? we went out. My sister, Lenora, and I, were we had to walk down a little lane to get on the bus, and we would come out of the house, and there was little pieces of shingle on, on the yard that was burning. Yeah. And uh, I said, oh, my gosh, look at that. I said, well, where's that coming from? Yeah. And Lenora looks up, and she said, our house is on fire.
0: How old were you? Do you remember? I
1: was in the first grade.
0: First grade.
1: Six years old. Wow. So I ran in the house, and so all I could think about was my brother's. So I ran in the house and I said, mother, the house is on fire, you gotta get out. And I remember one of the boys was just a baby, it was David, mm-hmm. the youngest at that time. I jerked him out of the high chair and I ran <laughs> outside with him. And uh, I don't know, just things just went on from there. And, and yeah. uh, we, we decided, mother says, you girls are going to school, just go out there. Go down the lane. Wait on the bus. We've got to get the fire trucks, and so they did. But the house burned completely up. They, I don't think they got hardly anything out of there. I can't remember that. I know she lost a lot of pictures of us kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did we do from there? What was
0: your mom's name? Anna Lou. Anna Lou.
1: And my and daddy's name of course was Jake.
0: Jake. Yep. And Jake lived to be how old?
1: He lacked... He if he would live three more months he would have been a hundred years old.
0: Hundred years old. And Anna Lou Lou and your middle name is Louise.
1: But I, my grandmother's name was Louise, and so I was okay. named after grandma, I guess.
0: And your mom was Anna Lou Dameron.
1: Well, she before her maiden name was Stanley.
0: Stanley, and uh-huh. then then she turned into Dameron. Yes. Okay, so Anna Lou Stanley, then was Anna Lou Dameron. But Anna Lou. So yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, I like that Louise, Lou, and Dana's grandpa was Louie.
1: Oh, is that right?
0: Yeah. So we've always we've always talked about like if we have kids we wanna name their middle name to be like Louie or Louise or Lou or you know
1: Uh so it's
0: kind of fun like some variation of that just in honor of like you and and her grandpa as well so it's like a fun little thing to know Uh and think about Um, so you were super young I think it's interesting that they sent you that your mom just sent you to school
1: well she probably thought there's just two less kids I'll have to worry about absolutely I get it And
0: but now day and, and age like That's not something that people would do. Like You just wouldn't do that. Um, Do you remember, like, did you think about that throughout the day? Like, I I I cried all day. Yeah, I imagine that just being a wasted day for you. And I'd go
1: to my sister, and and I'd be crying. She'd say, you're okay. Just go back over to your classroom. And I don't know how many times I got up and went to Lenore. (laughs) Yeah. Because she was who I looked up to, you know. But uh, and then we were told, when it came time to go home, we were to go to somebody else's house. Oh, I was I was always so nervous and so scared about things that were unsure. Yeah. And when we had to go to this house, I I cried that whole day and yeah. into the
0: night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was so scared, but uh, it all worked out. Finally, we got us a house of our own and 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 moved to gilead
0: okay and was that where i know uh, is that the the place that i know yes okay and that's where that was from your house it was on the right hand side of the road right yeah yep and then paul's parents parents live across across the the street street. okay yep um so gilead is the size of how many how many did it used to be the Thirty some.
1: Oh, I, I don't know if there was maybe fifty.
0: Fifty okay, and now it's, is it still well? There's 50? lots of
1: people that have moved into there, yeah, and they have a lot of kids. Yeah, the Amish have kind of
0: taken over. Taken
1: over, Gilead, Yeah, and yeah. Uh, all in the surrounding area is uh, there's a lot of Amish. Yeah. our neighbors are all Amish. Yeah. But, uh, and Uh, I still live in Killian. We bought a house, not too far from my parents.
0: How old were you when you bought the house? Do you remember?
1: Well, I didn't have Diane yet. We, Verdon got called into the service. He got drafted. Back then they had the draft. Mm -hmm. And he got drafted. And so we bought that house so I'd be close to my parents.
0: Mm What war was that? Do you remember that he was drafted
1: for? There wasn't any war. Or what
0: was end. the draft? What what was the, the year, I guess? The draft was just, if...
1: you got a certain age, and you had to spend, go to the service to mm-hmm. spend your time there. Yeah. And two years or something like that. Yeah. But.
0: Did his number ever get pulled? Did his?
1: Yeah, yeah. He went in, That's when we bought that house that we live in now. was, okay. uh. And so when he, was he got gone drafted for... into the service and then uh, he bought the house, really. He mm. came home and says, I bought us a house. And I said, You did? Where? <laughs> I thought, What? I didn't even see it. Yeah. And he said, Well, you gotta have some place to live when I'm in the service. And he was gonna be drafted in September and this was in the spring. Okay. So uh um Let's see. When we moved, a couple months, I think. After that, we had a lot of work we had to do to the house because it had sat empty for a while. And uh, but that's the way. Uh, that's the way we started out. And we still yeah. we still live there in, yep. in Gilead.
0: So you've lived there for almost your whole life. Yeah. Basically.
1: Yeah, fifty. So. We've been married 60 years.
0: That was one of my other questions I was going to ask. Is how long? 60 years. Yeah. How did you guys meet?
1: At school. He lived in a, used to live in Ohio. His dad was a heavy equipment operator, and he okay. worked over in Ohio. And uh, they moved back here because his parents, and that's where he was raised, Grandpa Paul. Yeah. And so... Um, And then they moved back here and we had, my mom and dad had bought that, the house that was just right across from his. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's how I met him. Yeah. You
0: guys ran around together and.
1: Walking to school together because the school was close and we could walk to school. And
0: Mm -hmm. The rest is history.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So. uh,
0: So what, do you remember, do you have any memories from when he was gone? Like when he was in the service and.
1: Yeah, I was I was working at General Tire then. Okay. And I worked nights of all things. Yeah. And uh, that took me a little getting used to, cause I was yeah. scared when I come home at midnight. Yeah. And, uh, but I got used to that. hmm Had a boxer dog that. Did you? Yeah. Never. We never let her in the house, but after he left, she moved in.
0: What was her name?
1: <laughs> Lady. Lady. Yeah, uh, she was a nice dog. Yeah. And uh, then cute. when uh, Rodon got out of the service, uh, I don't know, it must have been just a short time after there, I got pregnant with Diane.
0: Okay. So, so you'd have been yeah. like 2021 20, when Paul kind of took off, if he, if he was yeah. there for two years, you said? So you'd have been. 20, 21 years old yeah so interesting um was i mean do you obviously that was probably a pretty hard time how long have you been had you been married very long then or
1: about a year yeah i think
0: were there a lot of people that you knew at that time that had i mean did a lot of people from Gilead or a lot of people in the area get drafted
1: not at, not at that time that I can yeah. remember of, you know. Yeah. I, I, there might have been, but I don't...
0: The classic, like, stereotypical, you know, like, the draft happened and people getting called in and being, like, this dramatic time. Do you ever have any memories of that? Or, like, were you glued to the radio to oh, listen they sent to... you
1: they sent you a letter. And you could go into the courthouse and check to see when you were going to okay. have to go. Yeah. And then um, when they they got the date and everything, when you know, they'd send you a letter and say greetings. That was a joke, you know, among among. Yeah, greetings. (laughs) Greetings and salutations. That would say that the United States Army uh, wants you, you know. Yeah. And then it would tell you the date you had to go and. Yeah. All that. Then things got sad and things got... Yeah. You got serious.
0: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Did you remember, like, were you, did you, like, listen to the radio a lot? Or, like, were there things that, you know, were you concerned for Paul? Or, like, did you...
1: Well, it was, there wasn't a war then. So, oh, I missed him. And I... Yeah. I thought I I wrote him every day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get very many letters from him, but I wrote him every day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But... uh, For
0: two years. Those two years that he was gone. So... And he was in the Army, you said? Yeah. That was the branch. That's
1: what everybody got drafted into. If you didn't want to be drafted in the Army, you better get in and sign up for some other branch before you got drafted. Gotcha. But then I don't remember when the draft stopped.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. Um, do you know where he was stationed or where he like went through training? He went
1: to uh, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Okay. And then that's where he had his basic training. Okay. And then after basic, he went to Kansas, Fort Riley, Kansas. And you know, that's all I (laughs) remember. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, that's interesting info anyway. I mean, I don't, these are things like I don't. I don't know, you know, and like, I don't know the details too. I remember us talking about this, you know, one of the things I was talking to you about is I remember, uh, I think it was eighth grade for me and I did, uh, I needed some bonus points. So I, uh, needed some, <laughs> some extra material. So I did, uh, I did two different ones. You could do like local history and like world history. And you had like interview people to like write this paper, write this like little deal, report and for my like world history class and i remember talking you were one of my people that i talked to about like world history stuff so like i remember some of these bits but again eighth grade and the information you say at eighth grade doesn't translate to like maybe the questions i would ask now or the follow-up questions or the things the details that i'm more interested in now than i would have been then or you know what whatever those types of things are so there's like little bits of these stories, and I'm like, I remember, like, I remember there's a piece to this, and you know that's why I'm uh-huh. asking. Like, there's some of those things I kind of remember. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, I don't, I didn't know much about. Like, I guess I didn't realize that Paul was actually drafted. Um, yeah, which, he
1: were never joined.
0: Yeah, but, yeah,
1: yeah. He got drafted, so you have to go unless you have some reason that you're. Right. Your your parents are yeah. sick or something like that.
0: Right, which is interesting. Um, so Paul comes back. You get pregnant. Also classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you get pregnant with mom. You have mom. Those next few years. Did you start working at the school no, shortly after? I, or how long were you at home?
1: I stayed home till she went to first grade.
0: Till first grade, uh-huh. and then you started going back to school.
1: and um, I got a job at the school. Or started school. working at the school. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. And then from there, you worked at the school. What did you? Were there any hobbies you had, or anything you like enjoyed doing, like growing up? Do you remember? No,
1: I didn't have any hobbies. Yeah. Well, of course, before I got married, all I did was took care of kids.
0: Yeah. I, I yeah, you take care of your your siblings. Kids. You you've always been that like caregiver that like that's always kinda of been your role and um even a little bit now with Paul and right and, yeah. and his needs and some of those things. You're still a caregiver. You've been a a person that's just given care and man, the the way in which you do some of those things sometimes, I know that I know that Just my experience in like taking care of people and working in those is like, it's a lot of work. It's exhausting mentally and physically sometimes. And um, I know it's hard, but you do it with such grace and uh, you've done it for a long time, so.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's hard it's nerve wracking and and you get, there's a lot of disappointment disappointing things that take place yeah it's it's hard yeah it is it's hard
0: um paul when did did he always so my grandpa i call him paul you probably picked up on that um his name is verdon paul last name paul um paul and uh did coming out of the military did he start working for uh the county right away
1: no, he got a job at uh, Wabash at Honeywell. Okay. And he worked there. And what does
0: Honeywell from- do, do? you? Could you tell us?
1: What did Honeywell do? Yeah. I, th- I think they made uh, thermostats. Okay. And... Uh,
0: now they have a bunch of different products now, but I don't know what they... I
1: don't know what all... But he worked in the do. shipping department, so okay. he was in... Uh, you know, shipping stuff yeah, out yeah. all the time. So okay, then, so then you and then did he that. Got and then... laid off okay, and he got a job on the—I think it was the state highway—and mm-hmm. he worked there. And then he—I'm not sure—I'm not for sure if he got called back to Honeywell, and mm-hmm. he went back there and worked. And then when he got Laid off the next time, he got a job for the county, working for the county yeah. highway, and that's where he stayed. And mm-hmm. he stayed there till he retired.
0: County, and so his job uh, was working on the road, so whether that was repairing the roads or... He uh,
1: he run, ran or operated the, call a payload, or I don't know what they call it yeah. now. Yeah, I think it's... But big machine that they used to.
0: Yeah, and then in the winter time he would help plow the, the roads and I know.
1: He so he, he loaded the sand. Yeah. Because that was a, kind of a loader like too. Yeah. And he'd, he'd load the sand onto the trucks and the salt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, and it's a full-time job when you have a big snowstorm, pulling guys out of the ditch.
0: Yeah. Do
1: that, because they'd get in and get upset and everything else, and he was yeah. always having to pull them out.
0: Yeah. Well, and I always remember you. Um, you tell me the stories. Well, he'd get. There'd be a snowstorm coming, and he'd get the phone call, and he's got to go in. You guys live, like I said, it's a small town. At the top, it was fifty. There's probably no way there's fifty people. I mean, if you count all the little kids, maybe. Yeah. But like adults, there's not. You know, fifty people probably in Gilead now. I wouldn't think, um, and I know you would. You've got a little ways to get to like a main highway or main road. Yeah. You got these backcountry roads, so I can only imagine leaving in the middle of a snowstorm if you are him and trying to drive into work, and then hop in a truck or whatever he had to do. You know. To, yeah. And even I, I even remember being there when I was younger and having something similar, you know? Um, I, would,
1: I would always ask him, um, you think I'll be able to get to school in the morning? Right. And, uh, and a lot of times he would call me and say, don't get out because I'm just so sure you call, won't yeah. have school because there's a lot of snow out there. Or if it would be icy, he'd tell me what road I should take Mm-hmm. And he, he'd tell me, to drive with two wheels in the grass if you can, as much as you can. So he said that'll keep you from sliding.
0: Goodness. Well, that's always nice. I mean, that was good, to, good information to have, I guess. Yeah, that's but.
1: right. We had a blizzard one time. I got, got stuck at school overnight. <clears throat> that's crazy. Uh, it, the blizzard came up real quick, and it was, in, I think, in 1978 came up real fast and we were in the uh, still working and uh i remember it was so windy i was in my office and the girls had come in there too and they were all sitting on the floor and we were talking yeah and i got up had to go out for some reason or other and i looked out the back door and i thought holy cow that's a (laughs) blizzard yeah so i went and when i went back in there i said hey, we may be stuck here tonight. And I said, there's a full-fledged blizzard going on yeah. out there. Oh, you're lying. <clears throat> <So. clears throat> you're just you're just teasing us. No, there's not. And I said, you go look. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I went up to the front office and I told the principal, I said, have you looked outdoors? <laughs> he said, no, why? I said, you need to go take a look. I said, there's a blizzard out there. And he uh-huh. says... Uh, and, and he started laughing. I said, You just go look. Yeah. So by that time, the state police had called uh-huh. and said. Uh,
0: Declared an emergency, basically, probably.
1: Well, they, some of the buses got there, some of them didn't. Mm-hmm. And some of the parents started coming after their kids on snowmobiles or whatever they could get there on. But we had a, a, quite a few that stayed overnight. Well, uh, Verdon came and and he says uh, there's gonna be a truck coming after you in a minute. You and the kids go home. So uh, I went up to tell the principal, I said, "We're gonna. I'm gonna be going home, is that okay? Oh no, you can't go home. He <laughs> says, there's gonna be kids that's gonna be staying here all night. He says, I can't fix them breakfast. And I said, oh, okay. So uh, I went back to the kitchen And I said, is there anybody that can stay overnight? And uh, well, two of the girls had already left. They Mm -hmm. rode together and they went out right in that snow where they got home okay. And uh, we went out to the car, we thought we was gonna go home. Yeah. And uh, I had the kids and Diane, I think, fell down in the snow. She got stuck in the snow somewhere or other. And Stephen, he was so little, I had to carry him. And Diane's hollering, Mother, help me. And it was just, it was a mess, I tell you. I couldn't do much for her, because I was carrying Stephen. I went back and Somehow I mean, or other, we get, managed to get back into the school, and I thought, that's it, we're not going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh when the truck came after us to take us home, uh, I went out the truck, and he says, I'm supposed to take you guys home, and I said, I can't go, because Mr. Allen needs me here to fix breakfast, and so uh, he, I said, you just might as well go on. Well, that made Verdon mad. Yeah. He said, uh, but she just don't know how to follow instructions is all I know
0: yeah
1: <laughs> So anyway uh, we stayed overnight and didn't go home till the next morning after breakfast yeah and uh, I remember Stephen he was so happy to have some kids to play with right because some of the kids you couldn't get them to go lay down, you know and he'd go to that gym and then he'd sit still till. He'd see a bunch of other kids coming, where they'd have a ball with them, you know. Or he'd jump. Up. He'd sit outside the kitchen door, and when he'd see them coming, he'd jump up and run in the gym. <laughs> he was ready to go. He played all night till, but it was about six o'clock in the morning. How old do
0: you think he is? Was he was then?
1: He was in the second grade.
0: Second grade.
1: He wore himself out.
0: That's well, that's probably good because uh, yeah, it then helps he you. I'm sure
1: he was a wiry kid <laughs> It really was. But uh, we made it we made it through that and then yeah. went home the next morning and just so tired. Yeah I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Probably didn't get much sleep and but
1: we fixed supper for the kids that that day too. And then one of the girls that stayed with me, she could get home but she says, I'm staying with you. I ain't missing out on this fun. Kathy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, she says, let's take cookies and milk around to the kids. Aww, so yeah. some of the kids were, were the teachers had would have so many. I think about every room had so many kids, and the teachers would, uh, would stay at the room with them. I don't know how they fixed them up. Maybe they got their coats to lay on. I don't know what they did. Sure. But anyway, we would around and say, Hey, you guys want something to eat? Yeah. So we give them a bunch of cookies and a box of milk, and away we'd go. <laughs>
0: That's awesome That's so fun Do you have any other Like were there any other Like eventful things That happened at the school Like that
1: I don't know I don't Can't think of any other Times that we got stuck there
0: Yeah Well I'd hope not That's a Yeah but... I remember dreaming actually Cause I've heard I remember you telling me this story And I remember dreaming about Like getting stuck at the school When I was younger I don't know why I was always like I thought it would be cool, so cool when I was younger?
1: Well, it was fun. We had fun until it got to be so late. Yeah, I mean, you you know? and, and then you get tired and uncomfortable.
0: Was, and of course.
1: We went course. back, what we do? We went and got some, uh, oh, they had some things filled with air and we took them back to the kitchen and I went back to the nurse's room and I got old blankets I could get and I brought them up and I washed them and dried them. And then we had those blankets to lay on us. <laughs>
0: well, that was nice, at least. Lay,
1: <laughs> laid in the floor in that kitchen, on those, what do they call those things that are filled with air. I can't air
0: mattress or like a
1: something like that. They had a cot or like. They a had a name. Pad to it. Or, uh. Anyway.
0: That's fun. That's fun. So, yeah. Mom and Steven were then growing up at this point in time. When did so Mom met. When, what year was she a junior when she met dad or a senior when she met my dad david she
1: was a ju- she was a junior
0: junior yeah and then of they, your dad was he a senior. was senior at the time yeah. yeah and then they got married she was eighteen he was nineteen right they were pretty young yeah and so Stephen would have been coming up then he would have still been Eight nine right? I think he was. Eight.
1: The, was he? He was in the wedding, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's pictures. I think there's some pictures right there actually, but. Um, and then I remember because I remember being a kid when Stephen was in high school because that's when they went. They were in the state finals or whatever. Yeah. And they went to the yeah. state. Um, I don't really. Re- I remember a little bit of the state finals, like as they got older, but I don't really remember. I remember going to the games with you.
1: Indianapolis.
0: Yeah. But I remember going to like his football games and stuff. Um but Before we, I guess, before we even get to that, came me, right? Like I was born and I don't they waited a little while to have me, right? Oh yeah, about well, like, 7 years. It, or wasn't something. mom like 23 or something like that? Well,
1: your dad was in college. Maybe it was that. Go, yeah. And, yeah. And then uh your mom worked at the bank. Mm-hmm. And she was working and putting him through college. Yeah. And then, you. I think they were married like seven years. Yeah. And then you came along. She stopped in, Diane stopped in at the school. And uh, I said, what are you doing? She says, well, I just came from the doctor. And I said, uh, are you sick? She says, no, I'm pregnant. And then she started crying. I said, don't cry. She says, uh, Mom, the timing's not right. i got to yeah. get David through college. Yeah. And, oh, she was so upset. I said, it'll all work out. Don't worry about yeah. it.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and Dad was still in college. And it was shortly after I was born then that Mom found out that she had breast cancer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um it was a rare form of breast cancer that just happened to form in her, in her breast, or a rare form of cancer that just happened to form in her breast. Um, and they, I remember, I'm sure we'll get into it with her and get some of those details and make sure all this, we can fact check that whenever mom's on the podcast, but I believe she was, um, I don't even know what I was going to say with that. you uh, oh, she's tired. <laughs> yeah, I am a little tired. Um. I believe yeah, I don't know anyway. So then (laughs) we'll just move on from that thought. I'm sure it'll come back to me, but, uh, yeah. So then she found out she had cancer. Oh, I know what I was going to say. She had a rare form, um, that she was lucky that it had formed in her breast where it had, because it normally, this type of cancer normally attacks like vital organs or things like that. Um, but that was a really, I know, I feel like that was probably when you and I, like once I was born and when she was going through that, dad was in school and that's probably the time that you and I really built the relationship and the bond. I feel like that was the foundation of like our bond and our yeah. our friendship and our, obviously you're my grandma, but I, I think you're my friend as well. So, um, because you helped out. With me uh-huh. during that time, do you remember do you remember anything from that or like that time period or that experience for you like when you found out mom like
1: oh I, I was devastated I, I was well, I didn't really know what the outcome was gonna be yeah, and uh, the doctor where they did a buy-off, not us see. Yeah, he did a biopsy, and he found out it was cancer. And then uh, I remember he came in and he was just—he was mad about it. And he was just matter of fact. He says it's cancer. And I can remember my old head. My ears started ringing, and I thought, "Oh, I'm going to pass out." Yeah. So I, uh, the doctor said to, uh, says you. Uh, you need to take care of her. And I said, uh, I'll be okay. Well, your dad got up and came over there. Yeah. And uh, he said, are you okay? Do you need to go out? Ron just, he just, just isn't good in any kind of a situation like that. But yeah. I said, uh, I'll be okay. Just give me a minute. Mm-hmm. But oh, that was so terrible. And then uh, there was just a constant worry after that. Mm-hmm. And, then she had they she had to have her breast removed right and uh, that was heartbreaking for her and hard for her to yeah accept and she and she, she said she knew it was hard for your dad she said yeah. I I know that was hard for David to accept too she yeah. says I really think that bothered him worse than what I realized yeah so, well I think
0: that whole process you know from My small conversations about some of that. I think that whole process—it's just a life-changing experience and process in general of going through not knowing the outcome. And you know, I think that that's just anybody and and a lot of people out there now. I mean, cancers—it hasn't slowed down. You know, it's very common.
1: Tons of that.
0: Um, so I think people can probably really relate. It's just a life-changing experience. And, and just in general of, like, from chemo and radiation, which mom had both of. And, you know, I, I hope to talk about some of those. Like, she still has things that affect her now because of that. That's you know? right. She's been, thank goodness, what, almost almost 30 years maybe? 20, 29, 30 years cancer-free, you know? And that's awesome and a success story in and of itself. But... I don't know, I think yeah, as uh, I can't imagine going through that as a young couple myself, you know, within our first year and whatever, even if if it wasn't our first year, we've been together for almost 5 years now, I think it is and Dana and I and um so, you know, are similar close in range of uh-huh. that same, but I can't imagine I can't imagine like going through that and just having to deal with that and the stress on everybody's I end. I always with,
1: kind of felt like that was Part of their their problem. Yeah. Divorce.
0: Yeah.
1: And, Very was, well could be. It was hard for both of them. Yeah.
0: And, um, so there was a good probably two years. Would you say, or like how long would you say that you really stepped up and was a caregiver for me, and uh, you know you really took care of me and helped me out, and while mom was going to those different like well, sessions along with. Um,
1: well, see, you guys moved away then.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. And that's what. That's how. Yeah, when I was two. Yeah. When they moved to uh, Buda. Mm
0: hmm. And that was when I was two. But mom had came. She was. She was. She had made it through all that, right? Uh huh. That was a. So it was like the first two years of my life was basically like you were very much foundational in the. Yeah, yeah, those first two years. Um, Mom wasn't, she wasn't able to breastfeed. Right. Uh So that was another element. So I'm sure there's a lot of, there's a lot of things with that. And, you know, I'm sure that looking, looking back, you can kind of see some of those different reasons why, I don't know. I just, I know that there is a, I feel it at least. I know there's a, a, there's just a connection that you and I have, and I don't know how to describe it. And I don't know. Just, it's
1: special and it's different yeah I mean the way I feel about you yeah I love all my grandkids of course but somehow you are the I wouldn't want just everybody to hear me say that yeah but you're the one that
0: yeah we just have a bond there's just a special connection um yeah I mean and I don't think you know I think that's okay I think there's like elements of that and and parts of that that are that are normal. I don't think that's an abnormal thing at all, but I think that just we had a a special time, you know, of being able to...
1: I think uh, we laughed a lot together. Things Mm -hmm. were funny to both of us. Yeah. And just anything went. We had wiener roast when it was about 110 in the shade. (laughs) Yeah, we did. And we did all (laughs) kinds of things. He and I ran around together and after we get out of school and from cooking in the summertime, we'd go to the different festivals and things that was going yeah. on. And,
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: And I don't know what Verdon did. I guess.
0: Well, he worked a lot. I feel like he was he was working a lot whenever he. I just remember those. We like, eat
1: well. We'd eat dinner out. I guess I we had yeah, supper sometimes. at home, but we just yeah. ate dinner out and yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So one of my favorite memories or one thing that I always really remember a lot about was you'd always read me books or I'd always want you to read me books when I got a bath. And I'd get a bath and be like, will you come read me a book? Or, and even like before I went to bed. But like, it's the same books. You had a specific amount of books or whatever, and they were in that little desk, like a little school desk or yeah. I believe, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It and was- uh they were your mom's books or Stephen's books. Yeah. I don't know. Which. The one
0: that sticks out to me is Smokey the Bear. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know why that one you always liked sticks. You that out. One. I did. Uh-huh. I
0: still do. I I don't know why that one in particular is the one that I remember, but that one is the one. Every time I see Smokey the Bear, I like the, That's what I think. of was that book and like sitting in or sitting in the bathtub and you reading me those books and.
1: I had that Mickey Mouse one too. Yeah. that And you. And I'd read that to you, and then you got so you could pretty well, you pretty well knew the words to it. <laughs> I read it so much. I'd say part of it, and then you'd just finish it right out. Yeah. that one time I said, I was, I was going through that with you and just so your other grandma and grandpa could see you say that stuff, you know. And I said, and who do you think was coming down that road? Who do you think they saw coming down that road? And you said, Mickey Guck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Mickey Mouse. It was Mickey, Mickey Guck. Guck.
1: Yeah, that was so funny. And, it, and to this day, we're called... We see yeah, ducks, Mickey we Guck. call gucks.
0: <laughs> yep. And uh, what were some of the other sayings? I said gapes, right? Instead of grapes. Yeah. Um, What was the story... It's one of my favorites of... If you remember it, but what's the, what's the story of me? Oh, grandma, you want to hear a really bad word?
1: Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, there's some details in there yeah. that I, I tell that story all the time, and I can't ever remember like all the little details.
1: So. Well, we were, um, we had gone someplace up to the Amish territory, and we'd gone to, it was around Thanksgiving time, and we were going where they had all those things for sale, you know there. I don't know what you call yeah, like a them. flea market. And yeah, and uh, we had bought some rolls, some sweet rolls, and we came back. I, right? I don't know. Diane was doing something, and Shane stayed there with me, and uh, he was just a little scooty. He was sitting at the table, and I said, y- "You want a roll?" Yeah. So I cut the roll in two, and I cut it was a big old thing, and I, <laughs> and I said, "Here, you can have this." and and he's talking to me about, uh, he said something, and I said, what'd you say? And he says, uh, I I said, I thought he said bitch. Something was hotter than a bitch, I thought he said, and he said, I said, which? And I said, oh, I thought you said something else. And then, (laughs) then he looks at me and he says, Grandma, you want to know a really bad word? And I said, uh, oh, what's that? And he says, sons of bitches. <laughs> and I said, oh, honey, don't say that. His dad was a minister. And I said, oh, don't, don't say that you get in trouble. I said, where'd you hear that? He said, on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Which you probably, probably were yeah, you heard it. Yeah. But that was so funny. And so he said time. that so seriously. Had that roll in his hand, he put his hand up. Sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's <laughs> oh, hilarious. I love it. It's like that. a hilarious story.
1: That what was are some cool. of the other
0: things I had? Gapes, Mickey Guck.
1: Oh, you said to me one time. Of course, we, after they moved to Buda, we'd only get to see each other like maybe every two or three months. And yeah. They had come home this one time, and and uh, he, he says, uh, uh, Grandma, you wanna see me turn the light on? And I <laughs> said, can you reach the light? He says, get down on your knees right now. <laughs> So I got down on my knees and what's he do but we'll get up on my back and stand and turn the, light, turn the light on. I said, well, you can do that, can't you? Get down on jerseys. Jerseys.
0: We used to, um, another thing we'd do, talking about Steven and the football, was we would, we would come and watch his football games, I remember. And what I loved to do was make confetti. So, we'd get pieces of paper and we'd chop them up into little bits and pieces, you know, and make confetti and put them in a bag uh-huh. uh, together. And then we'd take them to the game, and when they'd score touchdowns, I'd get a handfuls of that confetti and I'd throw it all over the people in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just coat them with it. Uh, lucky people. Oh, I love it, though. That was like one of my most them. fondest memory, memories, too. Yeah. Just those little bits of paper we get like construction paper, it'd be like black, red, white, yeah, for Miami, North Miami's colors. And
1: uh, <laughs> I, I remember uh, well, one you were just little and you were wanting a drink of water, you were so thirsty so and you kept yeah. saying, Grandma, this is at the game, yeah, right? oh, I need to drink, and uh, now hand goes. Uh, see if she'd get him a drink. Well, she comes back and she says, they don't have any cups. They don't have any water. And uh, she said, so I don't know what to do. So, I never said a word. I just picked you up. I walked down them bleachers. I think about that. It's one I didn't fall and bust my ass and yours too. But anyway, (laughs) we would, I took you down those bleachers and I went over to that So whether you're selling the cokes and stuff, I said, "Uh, "Could I buy a cup from you, or would you give me a cup?" And yeah, so they gave me a cup, and you and I walked up to the school, and there was a water fountain. You remember this?
0: I do a little bit.
1: There was a water fountain outside the school.
0: Yeah. And I put the high school. Yeah. Which Uh, I wasn't. No, it
1: was a grade school.
0: Oh, was it the grade
1: school? Yeah, it was Columbia School.
0: Oh, it was a different school. Okay.
1: And I uh, put water in that cup and gave you a drink, and then I filled it back up. And we started back, and some, uh, you remember Katrina that worked in the kitchen? Yeah, was, she worked
0: in, was she in the kitchen? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember her. She yep.
1: said to me, uh, or she told me about this later, I didn't know it, but she said, uh, when I came back, I was carrying you, and I had this cup too. Yeah. And somebody says to Diane said, I thought they didn't have any water. And Diane says, she'll dig a well. <laughs> 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 you that. You said, and Diane says, she'll dig a well. She'll find water for him, don't you worry about that. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. I, <laughs> I would never have known that if Katrina wouldn't have told me, but yeah. I thought that was so funny.
0: What are some of the, there's some good stories, too. Let's get at least one on here. What's a, what's a story from Stephen and Mom growing up? The Do you remember any, like, some of the shenanigans he'd pull with her? What's one of your, the one that comes to mind first?
1: Oh, we every time we'd go to town, he didn't want to go with us. but he didn't want to stay home with his dad either. Well, yeah. he didn't have any other <laughs> choices. Yeah. yeah, so uh, when we get to town, he said, "I want to go to McDonald's." First thing we did, we go to town.
0: McDonald's. Diane
1: says, "Mother, just to go to McDonald's, let's fill his gut, <laughs> so we can shop." What she would do. Uh, I would give her lunch money, and she would save her lunch money, and she would take something from home. She'd pack her lunch, mm-hmm. and she'd save that lunch money, and then we'd go to town, and, and every, every two weeks, we'd go to town. And she'd save her lunch money from two weeks, and she'd have like maybe $15, 20 yeah. and she'd buy herself something. Uh-huh. Some kind of clothes, and uh, what was I going to tell about that now? She's,
0: With Stephen, her Stephen, you guys would go yeah. into town, and she uh,
1: and he'd always have to act up in the store and just make her so mad because it was always just her and I, yeah, and we just did whatever she wanted to do, sure, and everything just. Went like baby bear soup. We never had any problems at all, because she was such a good little kid. And then uh, (laughs) Steve would get so he'd just ruin it for us. He'd get underneath the rack clothes racks and (sighs) lay underneath there and just do everything he shouldn't do.
0: Yeah.
1: One time he messed himself. He was cutting teeth and he pooped his diaper and it came clear out and it was all over the front. Me and I didn't even know it until so I said, oh, look at this. <laughs> Diane was so mad that so we had to go buy him some new clothes, a new yeah. outfit of clothes.
0: That's funny. Um, so then... We moved away when when I was two to Buta' We've told us a few stories in between. Um, let's see. Anything. What would be like a next piece uh, that would be memorable between now and then? Uh, we moved to Buta
1: And then you moved to Charleston.
0: Charleston, Illinois. Yep. And you guys started, you would come to some of my soccer games at that yeah, point in time when yeah. I was doing travel soccer, and um, you guys would would kind of come to those, and I remember that, both you guys and then Dad's side as well. Uh, lived in Charleston for a while, and, yeah, let's see if there was any, like, thing I could think of.
1: Then you left Charleston. That, that was getting pretty close to the... Du- Yeah, so it would have
0: been going into 7th grade was when we left Charleston. And so then it was 7th grade and then we did, you know, it was sophomore year of high school when parents, when mom and dad split up and got divorced. And she's okay, she's just back there by the door. She's sniffing around, walking around, whatever. Um... So yeah, then, then there was that. So I, I went into high school. We we still would see each other, what? It was a couple times a year, probably at least, you know? Yeah. If not sooner than well, that. I, I but... think
1: it was older than that. We'd... Yeah. And you'd want me to, you'd want us to move <laughs> when you lived in.
0: Yeah. Well, I loved hanging out with you. I loved like, I loved you guys being around. Oh, another one when I was, when I was little in Buda. Was the bouncy balls in the basement.
1: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> That's another oh, story. Oh, my
1: goodness. You had a ton of those bouncy balls,
0: yeah. didn't
1: you? Yeah, yep. We'd bounce them, and then they'd go in that hole.
0: Yeah, the sump with, pump.
1: Yeah, where that water was.
0: But they didn't have, like, the covers like they do nowadays with the sump and pumps. And
1: You just... Oh, have a, you just go clear down like this? Bend your knees to squat clear down when you see him going over to that hole. Oh, <laughs> and then you say, "Don't go over there; you'll fall in that hole."
0: <laughs> well, cause that thing would like it. It was like uh I don't know. It was like the the black hole of the basement. <laughs> they get in there, and I was too far down for me to reach them. Or they would flush out when it was like flushing, and then they would go out the who knows where. Well, a lot of times forever.
1: they'd just be floating on the water, and I'd yeah. squat down there. And but them. I couldn't reach them. No, you couldn't. I never. was too little. That was it. That
0: big old hole. But I'd we'd bounce those things everywhere. and I remember peeing myself.
1: Well, you, I don't that, remember it, but I remember the story. You wouldn't take time to go up to the bathroom because we was having too much fun. Yeah. But you'd go over and sit on the steps, and you'd just sit there. Just... i just just want to sit just a little bit you tell me and i said you need to party no
0: i i see the same things with my buddy andy you you met him andy brigger who was in the and his wife megan brigger they were in our wedding and they have four boys and their kids you know like i've seen them all grow up basically uh and they do the same stuff you know the little clark is the one that does it now you like see him start doing that little potty dance, and you're like, "You gotta go to the bathroom." Like, no, and you're like still dancing. You're like, "Come on, let's go. Like, we'll just we'll just go in there real quick, and then we'll come back out." Okay, <laughs> you know, go do it or whatever. But
1: <laughs> you'd wet your pants, and then you'd say, "I'll be right back." Yeah, you'd go upstairs and change your pants. <sighs> and your mom would say, "What's going on?" You say, "Nothing." Don't you come down here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't want to get in trouble. Um, what else? So then going up then get me I get to Sullivan and that was middle school and then high school. Um, and then I went to college after that up in Bethel in South Bend.
1: I remember you saying uh, we took you around to show you some of the colleges mm-hmm. and and, and diane right, says yeah. now next week i'll take we'll go and she told where was gonna go the next week and you said well i'll go but i'm going to bethel to college yeah and diane says oh now you want to look around and that was somebody- only
0: like visit i did was bethel which is funny it's like a common thing with all the guys that i've talked to like we did i did a podcast with uh the guy the guys that i was like my best friends from college, basically that group of guys that I was really close with. And we kind of talked about some of the same things. Like, you know, several of the guys was like, well, that's the only place I even applied for. Like I didn't even apply for, it. I think I applied for another, a couple of places, but I don't know. It was, but it was different for me. Cause I, it was further away than most of the guys that I like knew there. They were all kind of closer. Sam was probably the furthest. And then the rest of the guys are kind of from that area. But, um, Yeah, it's funny. I I remember that as well. And there was also, because I was, I remember the last minute decision right before mom had like rented a car or something to take us to McMurray College in St. Louis area for the wrestling. That was like a a wrestling school that I was interested in and was interested in me. And so we were going to go there and it was like last minute decision. And I decided that. I don't want to go. Like I, I already made up my decision. You know, I already made, made up my mind. And even though they had dropped the wrestling program, I had ended up dro- dropping the wrestling program. I, yeah, it's just like one of those things. Like I had already made up my mind in my head. There's something about Bethel. I just knew I was supposed to go there. And well, it
1: was a pretty little college. And it was small. It yeah. wasn't. It was manageable, doable, because it was small and.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, what was, what are, and then around that time you had, so then Steven had kids, you know, it would have been, I don't know, I would have been probably like eight, nine, ten, maybe. I don't know. I was younger, but like I was, I remember the girls, the twins, Jesse and Jackie yeah. coming along. Um, yeah. We're we're almost done here. Okay. Just maybe a few more minutes here. But Jesse uh, Jesse and, and Jackie were born, and you helped with them as well. Everyone you helped. went over
1: there every day.
0: Yep, you go out and, and I help. i got
1: with, off work and mm-hmm. I'd stay with them until a lot of times I fix supper and yeah, I, I was over there all the time. And so I remember
0: I'm, when I was around and like the summers and stuff, we'd always go over there like you and I and. Uh, I'd help you out, and we'd hang out and spend time with the girls. And then Grace was born, not too much longer after the girl
1: five, I think. Five.
0: yeah, Grace. And so now you're you're a great grandmother, yeah, to little Oe, which is Jackie's boy, yeah, and soon to be a great grandmother to Jesse's little one.
1: Yes, that's that's coming along in August.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> how does how is that for you? Like what is being like seeing your grandkids having kids though?
1: Well, when Jackie first got pregnant that was that was kinda hard to t yeah. Accept. More of a surprise. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't quite ready
0: for that one. But uh,
1: and I I don't know. I I used to think about it, I hope. I hate to think about it, I'm going through childbirth, you know. Yeah. Because, but uh, I guess I've kind of accepted it now, and I don't yeah. think... I just hope everything goes well for Jesse. Yeah. Jackie, What's it like
0: to have a grand, like a great-grandchild?
1: Well, you know, I don't know him that well. I'm not around him that much. Yeah. Because Jackie's been living in Indianapolis. Sure. Now she's moved back up here, and they're going to live where she lived... When she was a kid. Okay. right, nice. And, uh, he, he doesn't know me either.
0: Yeah. You know, it's. Well, that's something like, you know, my, my friends, um, so I get to go see, do you remember Andy Smith from Sullivan and, um, he was like my best friend in high school and he's got two kids, I think now, or maybe at least two, um. And so, like, I get to see, see him, and I, I haven't met his kids, you know? Um, my buddy Tony from college, I'm going to stay with him on my trip back, and, you know, and after I see Dad for a couple days and spend some time with Mom here, and um, I get to see his little, little girl, Esperanza. And uh, I don't know, like, there's something special about it as I get older, and, you know, I don't we don't have kids yet, and, but a lot of my friends do. You know, I'm uh-huh. 31, so, you know, I'm kind of at that age where... Everybody has kids or it's, I've gone through the phase of everybody's pregnant. Everybody's getting married. Everybody's pregnant. That was like, is a phase of life. Um, (laughs) and now it's like, everybody has kids. I feel like the phase now is like, now I have friends that are getting divorced or have been divorced. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: it just, it's just interesting to see, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Like, it's important to me also to be a part of like. To know them, to know those kids, uh-huh. you know? Um, it's just cool to to get to see it. And that was Andy Brigger when we were leaving. Um, he was talking about that too, or just kind of made a few comments and uh, about like the next time I see the kids and how much bigger they are. Like little Jack is their little one, and man, I'd only, I hadn't seen him in like a couple weeks, and he would already like grown and changed. You know, like just looks wise, and he's just growing like little weed. He's a little little guy, but um I don't know like it always e. the same one like I I, I love I love getting to, at least to meet them and to know them and to um just see them I think it's just some, there's something special about knowing a kid as he's growing up you like learn about who they are uh-huh. um, and that's something that's came out through the podcast too of just looking at what is it you know I asked Sam this like what I'm going to ask you a similar question. But uh like he's got an empathetic heart. He's he's a nurse. He's always wanted to like help people and take care of people and what was that? Like you know mom talks about different stories with me uh growing up and kind of always knew that that was like something like part of who I was and Sam's like I think it was just always part of who I was too, you know, telling those stories. Um of just caregiving and taking care Maya, of Maya, and-
1: come here. Maya
0: here, Maya. Um, get out of there <laughs> but it's just interesting like do you do you think like the the big thing for you or like you're a caregiver you're a, you have a huge empathetic heart as well you feel very much what other people are feeling and you see that and you experience those things differently you know even talking about like being um nervous about the girls having you know going through childbirth and um you know you are a a worrier you know but I think it's out of the the nature of caregiving and caring and taking care of people obviously you said that your mom was the big one for that do you think that is like the catalyst for you Having that mindset and kind of being that, or was that part of who you were, or do you remember like growing up and like having like a moment when that was just something you did or cared about?
1: You know. I think that uh, some of it is just my nature,
0: mm-hmm. just
1: the way I am, uh, because I care for people. I'm a people person. Yeah. And uh, I only, I always just want the best you know, for everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then I think that some of it too has to do with, because I was given the responsibility to take care of yeah. the the ki- other kids. And yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it is too. And and that's why I was asking, like, I don't know if you'd like remembered a time or remembered something that was like impactful that like carried on. But um, we'll wrap things up right now. Uh, how old are you? Do you mind if I ask?
1: I'll be 80 in September.
0: 80 in September, 79. So as a soon-to-be 80-year-old, what are maybe a few things or one thing that you would tell someone my age or just younger people, what's some advice or what's some, like, thoughts that you have on life um, that you would want to pass on, some wisdom to pass on? Well, I don't...
1: I don't know, I just I always tried to have a good time but whatever I did, I yeah. always wanted to have a good time and and I love helping people. Yeah. And I think and and being generous. You know, that's yeah. that's all things that I that I think
0: They're true to who you are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, Granny. Thank you so much. I love you very much.
1: I love you too, Shay. Thank you so much for telling
0: your stories and just kind of talking with us. Thank you guys, everybody out there. Remember, do good. Make a difference. Help people out. Just like my grandma Della here. She's talking about helping people out. That's her wisdom. Help people. Care about people. Look for ways to, to give back and to make a difference in this world.
1: Appreciate you all. Love you guys. PEACE!